Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's going on? It is noon right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, I'm Mark Grody. Steve Rosenblum has the day off today, so there is very little sunshine emanating from your radios. 312-644-6767. The number will get to your calls here momentarily. Also coming up, one of our signature segments, What Mark Heard, where I will go through some of the key audio from this week on The Score. We will listen and react to those things as well. Before we get to the phone lines here, I do want to give you the lineups for both of your baseball teams. First of all, the Cubs. Cubs are coming right up, 12.45 pregame. Zach Zabin will have that. Pat and Ron will have the first pitch at 120. Cubs hosting Atlanta. And Ian Happ will lead off for the Cubs today, play center field. Wilson Contreras bat second. Anthony Rizzo third. Chris Bryant is playing third and batting cleanup. Jock Peterson out in left field batting fifth. Javier Baez is your six hitter and playing shortstop. There's Jason Hayward batting seventh and playing his familiar position in right field. David Bodie getting the start at second base today. And Trevor Williams will be the starting pitcher for the Cubs today, trying to rebound from his last outing against Pittsburgh, which was not fruitful. Three and a third, allowing five runs on ten hits along the way. And today, the Cubs will go up against Husakar Yanoa of Atlanta. He, he's good, man. Throws up to 97 miles per hour. Got a wicked slider. So this this may be a difficult day for the Cubs to break out of their, their woes with the bats. Yes, woes is an appropriate word for sure. Um, bringing up the White Sox lineup here now as well. The White Sox will be at Boston later on today. They've got a split doubleheader tomorrow because they were snowed out last night. Tim Anderson leading off and playing shortstop, followed by the right fielder, Adam Eaton. Yohan Moncada will bat third and play third. Abreu is at first. The DH is your mean Mercedes. Zach Collins is catching today. Luis Robert in center field. Andrew Vaughn getting a start in left. Nick Madrigal is batting eighth, um, or batting ninth, I should say. And playing second base, Dylan Cease getting the start today. Hey, Dylan, all I'll say this is all I would say to Dylan if I was his pitching coach or manager: Don't throw so many pitches. Don't throw. Don't nibble. You are. You are. You got the stuff, man. You don't have to play games with the strike. Throw strikes. Don't throw so many pitches, and we could leave you in there for five or six innings. That's all I would say to him right now. All right, Daryl 
is in Charlotte. Daryl, thanks for waiting. You are on the score with Grody. What's going on, man? Mark, what's up, buddy? How are you? I am doing well. Hope you're doing well in Charlotte, Daryl. Doing really good. Yeah, the weather's nice and all, uh, as it uh, tends to be here. And uh, wanted to talk a little Chicago sports with you, like from back in the day. Let's do it, man. What you got? Well, since you were last talking about the Cubs before I got to the Bulls, I think one of the problems with the Cubs, and I remember I I watched the first game this year. I got the MLB package just so I could watch the exciting Cubs here and not miss out on any of the games. And four hours, uh, it was absolutely torture. Four hours for no offense whatsoever. And and if Uh you see all the games after that, you keep on seeing the same thing. I think part of the problem is the way they've coached the team uh, to be not to swing at pitches, to work the count. And I think that's been part of the problem is they're not aggressive enough. They see pitches early. They take them. If a pitch is an inch off the plate, they tend to take it. And I think that's one of the reasons why they hit so poorly. Cause obviously once you get two strikes on you, it's a lot harder to hit for most guys. And I, if, if they could somehow get that coaching out of them and the first pitch you like, that's hopefully a strike you swing at, it might be it. If they're not more interesting, at least they'll be done quicker. So you won't be as bored as long watching them play and lose as you would be with what they're doing right now. Thoughts on that for you with the Cubs? Yeah, I thought at the beginning of the Pittsburgh series, at Pittsburgh, at PNC Park, it certainly felt like there was there had been a mandate from David Ross or from whomever on the coaching staff to be aggressive early. Like they came out swinging the bats and hitting the baseball. And so you could tell it felt like that was the strategy. And now that it's gone back into its its old habits. And yeah, like I like you and I are probably both of an age where we can handle longer games better because it it just it's just part of what baseball always was but I didn't like watching for like like you're looking up and you're like how and why is this game going so long and I don't know if you listened to the beginning of the show Daryl but one of the guys that I had to circle is Dylan Maples because Dylan Maples just take taking 30 seconds in between pitches for no apparent reason and I I say no apparent reason because Dylan Maples has not been great and he needs some sort of change. And I think that taking his time is hurting him. So I, I agree with you. I I've seen them try to get aggressive at times, but then it, it, it fades away. Daryl, anything else, my man, before I let you go. I know you mentioned in that game, by the way, that was a game. I think they got 11 hits. And like you said, they were aggressive swinging earlier. Maybe they should do a little more on that. By the way, the bulls, what were your thoughts, Mark? With the Vukovic trade, I was thinking at the time when they made it, you're giving up two number one draft picks. I mean, I'm not big on Carter. I think Carter at best is a you know, rotation player. He's never going to be a star in the league, in my opinion. But you're giving up for a 30-year-old guy who, when, by the time, if you sign him to another contract, he's going to be 33 starting that season. You've got to sign Levine in another year. His contract will be up at that point. Levine and Vukovic are your best players, assuming Patrick Williams doesn't ascend that quickly. I don't know if that's the biggest free agent draw in the world for anybody. And to give up two number one picks, especially in a loaded draft this particular year, I thought that was not a very good move by uh, the Bulls front office. And uh, I said it at the time. I wrote about it uh, in the comments section 
of the athletic. And I was wondering what your thoughts on that uh, regarding the Bulls, Mark. All right, Daryl, it was great to hear your voice, man. Always fun to to catch up. Daryl and Charlotte, former Chicago guy who's a frequent visitor to the score and all of its shows, and he goes way back, man. <laughs> he actually, he, he is famous, infamous for the, he was the one who called in on the coaches show years ago with Hub Arkish and who, it must have been Dick Duran and he was the one whose credentials were questioned about having not played the game at all. Hubbub. And I do mean hubbub. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. We don't need to dwell on it. But that's Daryl. Real quick, real quick. Uh, I, I like the trade for Vucevic. No, Billy Donovan has not figured out the pieces yet or how it all goes together. I'm, I'm still okay with the draft picks that you're not going to have. I think Zach Levine is legit. We know Vucevic is legit. What's going on with the Bulls is not his fault. He's been a double-double machine. He was good again last night. They, It's it's up to Billy Donovan now to figure it out and see what happens in the offseason as well. Who knows? They might get that 10th seed, too, in the playoffs this year. All right. It is now time for what hey, Mark Mark, heard. Mark, can, yes. I make, can I make a suggestion? Oh my God! Can we dude, produce? You just stop my we... whole my drama was I know. just so huge right I know. there. You, I know. Yeah, I should. I should have brought this up sooner. But <sighs> okay, what do you got? Now that now that well, this, in, let's let's do some production on air. I say we break and then we come back with what Mark heard because then we'll have this is gonna be our last segment coming up, so we'll have more time. Oh my God, that's right. Okay, all right, we'll do that. Like I I don't I I had, I'm coming down from the drama that I was building to that. And all right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will hear what Mark heard. And I think you will be entertained by the first piece of audio that I will play when we return on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. You blew it! Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Rack and yak. It's time for What Mark Heard on Saturday Suckage with Mark Grody and Steve Rosenblum. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. Welcome back in on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, it is what Mark heard. Cuts that caught my attention that we could listen to and react to from the week at Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, it's just a grody show. It is solo suckage today, half the suckage because Rosenblum is out today. Cubs and Braves coming up at 1245. 120 is the first pitch to be made by Trevor Williams today. All right, so this week, my guy... Cordero Patterson looks like he is, uh, I don't know if they've made that official yet, but it's out there. Cordero Patterson signing with the Atlanta Falcons, so a valuable piece to the Bears, mostly special teams. We, we saw some spurts of what he could do on offense as well. But when I hear news regarding Cordero Patterson, I always, my brain always goes to this fantastic moment from two years ago as I was doing sideline duties and trying to frantically speak to Cordero Patterson. Down to Mark Grody in the Northwestern Medicine sideline report. Hey Cordero, can I get a couple minutes with you here, man? Uh, man I ain't even talking today, man. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's just <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Denied. It like, it, I, it's I, I always go into those things, win or lose, when I, I go out there. And it, it, that's me, man. That That is my challenge. Like, I don't have somebody helping me. It's not like the big network where they, they corner the guy and they've got like five people roping off the player. It's me, man. I'm running out there and, and all the, the congratulations that are going on. And I'm targeting my guy. I got about a 92% hit rate, but every once in a while, something like that will occur. And uh, it did with Cordell Patterson, made for some uncomfortable radio right off the bat. But I think I recovered. I don't remember who who I got after that. Uh, it was probably somebody very minimal. Because uh, well, that was yeah, after, Cor- what, the Saints game, right? So Is that what it, was? it was a bad I- game. I think it was, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. So it was a bad game. And yeah, like you get him not wanting to talk. It was just 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 hilarious. Yeah, he was nice no, no, about it was. It. It, yeah, no, he was nice about it. And I had a a really good relationship with with Cordero Patterson. I've been texting with him lately, trying to get comment on what's been going on. He's been pretty coy with me though about everything, and something to the effect of, you know, at, after the news came out about him going to Atlanta, like the like the report started to come out from Rappaport or whoever. And 
I text him and I said, what's going on? And his answer was something to the effect of, you know what's going on. So that's about the best I could get out of out of him right now. You know, you, you, you win some, you lose some when you're doing live radio. That's the way it goes. But I can I do think that that was funny. Um, all right. I want to go to some some pretty compelling tape from a Cubs bullpen man, Ryan Tapera. Um serving a three-game suspension for throwing at Milwaukee pitcher Brandon Woodruff. And he came pretty strong yesterday in the pregame Zoom regarding that suspension. I believe over time, baseball has changed. And to be blunt, uh, today's game of baseball has become a bit soft. Um, You know, back in the day, uh, matters were settled on the field. You know, one of many unwritten rules that have changed over time. I feel that, you know, typically it doesn't bode well in the clubhouse when guys are consistently being thrown at. You know, I think that um, what happened on Tuesday, there was no malicious intent. Um, It was just a message that we had had enough. Yeah. um, And and I, I get it. And, you know, one of the things he said that there's really no justification for a suspension or a fine. And I get it. Baseball players police themselves. We see it happening, but if umpires, Major League Baseball allowed it to get out of control and didn't do anything about it, it would turn into the Wild West and the self-policing would go badly and people would start to get hurt. So I think that they're, I hate to be the guy that says this is, that's the way it should be. Like guys should be fine. Guys should be suspended, but they should, they should be because it it would get out of hand and we've seen it get out of hand before. And eventually somebody gets hurt really badly while baseball is policing itself. Let's hear what David Ross, David Ross also missed yesterday's game because he, you know, the manager automatically gets a suspension in that Regard. That's why Andy Green was coaching. Andy Green sounded good in post game, didn't he? But here's David Ross on that on Ryan Tapera being suspended three games and his suspension for that matter. We're talking about a a, a, a middle of the order bat that uh, for us that's got hit in the head, hit in the hand up around his face. Our 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 starting picture actually on uh, during that game got thrown uh, up and in uh, around his face. Um, you know, we since I've been here, we we lead the league in getting hit by pitches, and it's not even close to the second one. And we've never intentionally retaliated, um, to my knowledge. So I really believe that there's just we we get we got warnings in Pittsburgh. I hit twice. Got warnings in Pittsburgh. We got. Warnings after we got hit and our catcher got fined a really big amount of money for being upset with getting hit in the head and then getting hit in the shoulder. And then um, he got hit in the hand again the other day. Our pitcher got thrown up and in and we threw one behind a guy's calf and um, we've got suspensions and fines everywhere. That makes zero sense to me. All right. There is. All right. David Ross, the Cubs manager who will be be back at it today and hey it really comes out if guys are throwing baseballs at each other there has to be some sort of 
answering, even if you're retaliating. And I, I'm watching these games from a Cubs perspective. So when I see Cubs players get hit, it, it, I'm, I get a little angered too. And I, I think that there needs to be a message sent back. Unfortunately, if you allow that to continue to be the case, then things get totally and completely out of control. I appreciated, though, bo- both of their takes, that Ryan Tapero was being completely honest when he said that the game has become a little bit soft. And, you know, the key part of what David Ross says is he says the game polices itself, in my opinion, says says David Ross. But that's that's dangerous. Whenever you allow an entity to police itself, you're probably going to run into some danger. So I do think that the suspensions, fines, things like that are justified. And you know what? Eventually everybody gets over it. All right. Continuing on with what Mark heard. We talked a little, we talked about the bulls earlier and the, the rough stretch that they're in lost five in a row fall to Memphis again, lost last night, 126 to 115. And Patrick Williams has been in a slump, 6.6 rebounds last night. Like I said, he came out aggressively last night, but then it didn't take 3 of 8, 0 for 1 from 3. And I was listening to Darnell Mayberry of The Athletic, covers the Bulls. He was on with Lawrence Holmes earlier this week, on Tuesday, as a matter of fact. But this certainly still holds up. And he gave what I thought was a pretty good answer or insight on what might be going on with Patrick Williams right now. Always pointing to him being a rookie and young. It is a fact, but, but we do know that he struggled a little bit to find his place with one all-star on this team. Now you add a second one in Vucevic. It's, I mean, I can't imagine what's going on in his head. So uh, it, it seems like he's out there trying to find his place, which is a little strange because when he is aggressive, I think he's proven to himself how much of an impact he can make, especially on the offensive end. We know what you're going to get out of him defensively, everything he has. It might not always be be pretty, given the names he's going against defensively. But offensively, when he contributes and decides he wants to be aggressive, he can really make an impact, whether that's corner three-point shooting or slashing and getting to the basket uh, off the dribble or off cuts. Uh, and then that just disappears and dries up sometimes, and, and it's hard to, to really understand why when he's had some success offensively. But but I will say that getting Vucevic can't be easy for him trying to find his place and, and how he fits in with everyone now. That's the answer, man. That is so good. Again, Darnell Mabry from The Athletic. I keep calling him Mabry because I'm thinking of the, the ex-Cub card. John Mabry. Um, but I think he's right because he, he seemed hesitant when – it was the Zach Levine show, and he was the guy. And then there's other guys trying to get there early on, Kobe White and, and Lowry Markinen. And, you know, everybody's got to get their shots, and they're trying to figure out this team while all along they're trying to find a place for Patrick Williams, who started off so well. And then he just had this hesitation about him. It, it used to be that corner three that he wouldn't take, and then he started taking, and now it seems like, it's everything that he has either lost confidence in or doesn't know his place. So, again, one of the early themes of this show today, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan's got to figure things out. He's got to find – that's another thing. It's not just figuring out what the starting lineup is without Sato and Levine. 
It's figuring out how to bring out the best in all of these players and who to have on the floor at what time. And quite frankly, Billy Donovan hasn't figured it out. And it seems like his rookie is suffering right now from some sort of confidence letdown or what Darnell was discussing. And that is that there are two heavyweight veteran stars on this team and he doesn't know his place. So there's things that that Billy Donovan has not figured out with the Bulls. And I'm putting the pressure on him for sure. Um, let's see, where do we want to go next here? Um, let's go to Steve Stone on the White Sox, and then we're going to turn this into a little bit of, of, of White Sox talk. And Steve Stone says he can't rationalize not having your mean Mercedes in the lineup on a daily basis. Let's take a listen. I think your mean Mercedes gives you a quality at bat almost without exception every at bat for me. He's in my line. If I'm looking for offense, Mercedes is in my lineup every day until he proves to me conclusively that he shouldn't be there. It's just the opposite of Vaughn. Mercedes is a 10 year minor leaguer. He can hit. He hit everywhere he went in the minor leagues. He hit in two spring trainings. He's hitting in the major leagues now. I can't rationalize when this team is not hitting, not having Mercedes in the lineup. That's just me. Tony is a longtime manager. He sees it a different way as far as when he wants to rest Mercedes. But I have yet to see him overmatched, even against some really good pitchers. So I want to see him as often as possible. I'd like to see him in the lineup quite a bit. And, you know, there's a, there's a couple of reasons why. He extends at bats. He makes the pitcher work a little bit harder on him. And, you know, is he going to hit at 485 feet all the time? I think that was the aberration. But he does put the bat on the ball. He doesn't strike out. He extends at bats. And he makes pitchers use many times six, seven, eight pitches. All right. That is Steve Stone earlier this week on the score, making good points like he always does. Uh, and wanting to see in your mean Mercedes in the lineup against Boston today at 3.05, Dylan Cease pitching. Don't throw too many pitches, Dylan. Um, here's what I think about your mean. Because everybody know, like everybody watching your mean, we're still at that point, still, where how many games? 13 games in for the White Sox, where you don't know what's real and what's not with your mean. Is he, is he really going to be like 60, like think 60 games in? Is he still going to be doing this or is this just a novelty and we're all enjoying the the success of a player early in the season like we've seen so many times and I think that I still tend towards that that your mean Mercedes may not be a regular halfway through this season so I think I'm down with Tony sitting them every once in a while or a couple days in a row because let's be realistic here do you really think that Mercedes is going to be what he has been and I think Tony has to f- find a way to keep that going, to get the best out of him. And sometimes a manager does have to think ahead and project that, project the fact that he may not be what a lot of people want him to be or think he might be in this spot. And Tony probably knows better already. It's the same thing with Andrew Vaughn. And I don't have a problem with Larusa not playing Andrew Vaughn every day because for two reasons. Number one, this is a year in which the White Sox are supposed to win. You're not supposed to, you don't experiment and develop when you're in that kind of element, especially 
especially when you have guys big bats out. Tim Anderson for a while, and Aloy now, you know, will be for months. So, again, putting a player in the right position to win, and I don't know that playing him every day is the best spot for him to win. I always go back to Albert Almora Jr. with the Cubs, and everybody was screaming for Joe Madden to play him every day, and what are you doing? And maybe, just maybe, sometimes a manager knows the the correct spot in which to play a guy. And I, and I think that Andrew Vaughn and your mean Mercedes to some degree are, are the same. You, you, Andrew Vaughn is not great yet. Your mean Mercedes has been great, but how long is that really going to last? So in a complicated way, I get it. Um, Carlos Rodon, my God. I have been, like, I'll admit when... They signed him this year, brought him back after dumping him. I was like, what are you doing? What like you you put up with this year after year after year. He keeps fooling you and you know, having these nice spasms of goodness, and then he gets either a dramatic injury or like last year when they put him in, in relief in the regular season and in the postseason. He just was not effective. He, just, he wasn't good. So I was like, what? Why? Not only did they bring him back, I, I was saying, but they're putting him in the starting rotation as a regular. I couldn't uh, I couldn't believe it. But then he, <laughs> then he gets the no-hitter, looks legitimate doing it. When I say that, he was the stuff was great, and there was not a lot of hard-hit balls, and he's throwing 97 and 98 by the end of the game using three pitches expertly. So... It was legit, but then what went through my mind still, Carlos Rodon, you don't have to throw another no-hitter, but do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again, as in pitch a bunch of great games because that that can't be the career achievement award. Like, Carlos Rodon, I, I want you to stay healthy, and I want you to continue to be great in your starts. He's got a long, he's got a long way to go still. Even despite what was a terrific, should have been a perfecto for him. Um, and then the last guy on the White Sox that I, I wanted to bring up was Michael Kopech. Struggled a little bit in his last outing out of the bullpen, but other than that, he's been excellent. So then it makes me wonder, is he... The first instinct is, okay, he's got to do more. I want to see this guy start. He Do more, do more, do more. But is this a case where maybe he's doing exactly what he is meant to do in his major league career, being that guy that comes out, balls to the wall, out of the bullpen, and mows guys down for a couple innings? And maybe that turns into one inning late in the games. Is that what he is meant to be? Or do we actually look at him and say, yeah, this means, this suggests that he should be starting and pitching more eventually? I think it's a tough call because there are people who, even when he came into the bigs, thought that he was bound to be a closer. He has looked excellent as a reliever for the Chicago White Sox. So I don't know if that's something that you want to tinker with and change. I assume they probably will eventually try him as a starter, but you may be, White Sox fans, you may be seeing him doing what he does best right now, and it's been, except for the last game, whenever that was, two days ago, um, he's been excellent and, like, must-see. When he comes out of the bullpen, I want to, I want to watch him I want to watch him pitch. So, yeah. Cubs, 
and Braves coming up today, 1245. I'm Mark Grody. And finally, to end this show, a, a the briefest version of what are you doing, Wagner? This is, you know, this is for Steve Rosenblum. This is usually his segment. What are you doing, Wagner? Thank you, studs. The Trash Panda coming through with the theme music. I love it. I made a trip to the grocery store. I live in the city. Just walked to the grocery store. And I bought these uh, sparkling ice flavored water that I love so much. I bought like five of them. And for some reason, a Diet 7-Up. Like I was just loading up and uh, plopped them up there on on the checkout counter and having a friendly conversation with the gentleman that was checking me out and uh, not checking me out you know what i'm saying um well he might have been and i go for my wallet did not have my wallet on me so that's kind of an embarrassing situation however and i don't know this made it more embarrassing or just awesome but there was a patron behind me her name is ashley and she and i and i I don't look good, you know, I'm, I'm in my sweats and I'm wearing my hat, and she <laughs> felt sympathy for me and paid for my ice water. Ashley, you are the goods. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, to be continued. That is a weird, weird. It's not the first time I forgot my wallet. It's the first time somebody picked up the tab. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stevie Sunshine will be back in a, a couple of weeks. He is on Stevie Sunshine hiatus. Cubs and Braves are coming up next. 1245 pregame with Zach. Pat and Ron will have the call. Thank you to Adam Stadzinski for producing here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 score. Goodbye. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait, wait a minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. That's yeah. it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.